everyone. Welcome to our podcast, What's Your Movie? I'm Preston. And I'm Emily. For each episode, we pick a movie that one of us hasn't seen. And that person has to try their best to guess what the movie is about. Then we take a break, watch the movie, and come back to discuss how right or how wrong we were. Full disclosure, we aren't movie experts. We just really like them. Now, on to the show. Another episode. Here we go. Here we go. Here <laughs> Another we go. bonus episode. Another right? bonus episode. Yeah. So we kind of like have taken the reins off this season with these bonus episodes. We're just having a lot of fun watching new movies that neither yeah. has, neither you or I have seen. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're a lot of fun. What's <laughs> what's next on the chopping block, Emily? Drum roll. Drum roll. The massive weight of unbearable talent. Yeah, I'm like, is that the right title? Yes. The unbearable weight of massive talent? Oh. Is the that unbearable. it? Yeah, the unbearable weight of Well, now of I mass- don't know the title. This movie we're going to do. <laughs> no, Hold on. that's right. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. I think. Yes, the unbearable weight of... Okay, anyway. Which is for rent. Well, you can go... I think it's still at the theaters. You might be seeing the theaters still. But well, as of, by the time you hear this episode, it will probably knows, not yeah. be in theaters anymore. But we are renting it. On Prime? On, yeah, you do Prime, Amazon, Prime. Yeah. iTunes, whatever. Um, so just just to clarify, folks, we are going to be doing a lot of streaming, mostly all streaming uh, for this season. We're renting a lot of stuff. Because we have a baby. Because we are stuck in quarantine part two. Because <laughs> we have a baby now. So we're going to be at home watching tons of movies. Um, and ideally... Unless somebody wants to come over and babysit, and then we can go to, go the, to the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, we, That's not true. I don't we trust, ditched I our, don't trust uh, anyone. No, not yet. <laughs> we ditched our AMC Stubbs uh, movie theater passes. Yeah, we're like, well, that was great, though. It was awesome, but we're going we're, we're to be stuck at home for the next... Yeah, you know. we'll wait the, the six months to re, yeah. rejoin. By the way, they punish you when you cancel. Just anyone yeah, listening... Like, you can't join for if you, six months. If you cancel your AMC Stubbs... They put they put you on like probation for like six months. You yeah. cannot rejoin, which is kind of perfect for us because like by the time she's six months, maybe we'll go see a movie. Maybe Who when knows? she's like ten years old, we'll go back and see. Oh my again. god! Wow. Um, anywho, uh, yeah. Anyway, so the unbearable weight Wait, of massive, massive talent. talent. What do you? What so do you, it's Nicholas Cage. Nicholas obviously. Cage. Yeah. Um, I, I like think it's that. definitely like a spoof oh, of yeah. him. So. Which is interesting because I'm like, so does he know he's making fun of himself? Because do most people who like Nicolas Cage, do they think he's a good actor? I can't even really think of things that I've seen him in. I think that you, well, I think he's a fun actor. I, I think, I'll say this about him. I think that he's fully aware that he has become this eccentric mm-hmm. movie star figure in in our you know, in our pop culture. Yeah. I mean, I think I've heard him say, like, he doesn't consider himself an actor. He considers himself a movie star. Which oh, okay. I think they, you know. I um, think that, it? yeah, that might be um, the part of the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, part of the the plot. So to answer your question, yes, I think he knows that. that he's not the best. Not the best, necessarily. Although he's I will say. Awards. He He does. Here's the thing. I think that he takes, he kind of approaches acting with like this German expressionism, like exaggerated, over the top style of acting, yeah. which is like what he wants to do. But okay. I, I will say I've seen some very solid performances from Nicolas Cage. Usually he, I think he has a reputation of just kind of like just doing as many movies as he possibly can. Yeah, for the paycheck. 
I'm trying to think. He's the one. He's in the movie where he like wins a million dollars, right? Or wins it could the happen lottery. To you. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. With, with the uh, girl Bridget, at the diner, with Bridget Fonda. Yeah, yeah. I do like them. Yeah, he's he's in and he's in some pretty solid dramas. I mean, he won the he won an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, oh, yeah. I literally just said it's not like he's winning awards. Oh, but I guess he well, is. Yeah, yeah, I that, guess he is. Aside wow. from that, okay, I couldn't tell mind. you another award he won. Never mind. Wow. But then well, he, that's a that's the yeah. one. That's but the then, one to win. Yeah, I mean, he he. Uh, but then he did like. Oh, have you have you seen an adaptation? Oh, I have not. <laughs> anyway, he's done some very solid performance. I also have a special place in my heart for Nicolas Cage. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. I mean, from uh, Raising Arizona, mm-hmm. which is I, I think did enjoy that. That was a, fun. He's also like twenty one in that movie. I he's love a kid. him so much. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've quoted that movie a few times since uh, our daughter was. Uh... <laughs> I love her so much. Anyway. Um, okay, so let's, um, so let's go guessing. into this. What do you want to guess this about? For your plot first, or you want I'll me to? I'll let you go because I okay. think that because I feel like I have a little bit of an idea. Not okay. not that it's right, but I was thinking that it's like it starts as his like downfall. Where okay. he, like, hasn't done... Where it's like, oh, I haven't done a movie in a long time. Yeah. So he is, like, really trying to get work, but he's kind of, like, I guess technically, like, an out-of-work actor. Yeah. Trying to get his way back <laughs> into, like... Um, but then I think it's going to turn into somehow of a, a, like, a turn into like a Nicolas Cage movie in within the movie. Mm-hmm. So I think somebody's going to be like like held hostage or like yeah. where he kind of like is the hero then yeah. and then it's like a real but it's like a real life situation and then he kind of becomes like a real life hero cuz he like saves somebody. Yeah. But it's but then we're not sure if it like is this really happening in like not in real life in here, it but in it's his like, own head. yeah, where you're like, is he filming where it's like, it seems like a movie plot. Sure. But it's supposed to be his, his like real life. Yeah. Have you ever questioned the nature of your reality? <laughs> um, no, I think that, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Oh. I think he's playing him, a version of himself, right? Yeah. He's playing Nicolas Cage in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, I think that he... His career is kind of on the kind of like Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, okay. and his, like, his career is kind of like on the. It feels like it's like the tail end. Oh, the and character. So, yeah, so, yeah. so Nicholas Cage is like he's not getting any roles, he's not getting any work, so he right. gets desperate. I think that from the trailer, I think that he he takes on a job to perform at someone's like birthday party, but it oh. pays like. Oh, I didn't even see the. I don't remember the trailer. But it's for like a yeah. million dollars or something. So it's like I don't know if it's like a. I think it's like there's. I think the Mexican cartel is involved. It's like a drug oh, cartel wow. is involved in some some capacity. Oh, okay. So it start. It's a parody. He's playing himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he gets this one gig to go perform or show up to someone's like birthday, for mm-hmm. like a million dollars or whatever it is. Just, just to, he, like, he needs be the money. Nicholas Cage to be Nicholas Cage yeah. to be himself. Um, and then when he gets there though, violence and action ensues, and I believe he has to. And this is I don't know this from the trailer, but I'm to think. He's done, Nicolas Cage has done like so many movies. I want to say he's done yeah. upwards of a hundred movies. And Ooh, so he's going to pull in his like other characters. Follow. Oh, So okay. I think his other characters, he's going to tap into the, that that bottom that bottomless well of resources. 
and he's going to use his other character experiences to be the expert to get out of every scenario to save his own life. Do you think he's going to do that? Is it going to be like sci-fi-y where he kind of like turns into those characters? Or do you think it's just going to be like like, he remembers like (laughs) like if he like if somebody gets hurt, he's going to be like, I need 20 milliliters of stat like or whatever. (laughs) From the one time he played a doctor or a, wait, hold on, I was an angel in the movie City of Angels. Oh, wait, I did like that movie too. (laughs) Um, I was a bank robber. I was an outlaw back in uh, Con Air. Do you think it'll... And then I, oh, I, that would be cool because then I wonder if they'll do like little <laughs> flashbacks to his other movies, the other movies. Oh, I, I almost, yeah. I could see that for sure happening. That would be fun. I think that's that's what I think. I think he's gonna get himself into a situation where there's gonna be a lot of you know. Listen, it's a, a movie. lot of obstacles. The S is gonna hit the F, Emily. <laughs> the S is gonna hit the fan. Uh, obviously. All right. Yeah, so he's cool. got to find a way to get out of this scenario. Save his own life, possibly the lives of others around him, because he's going to be the hero of the story. Yeah. So he's going to like save. I'm gonna let's just go ahead and say it's a little girl's birthday party. Yeah, and <laughs> a little girl's to, like, birthday party. Girl. She's a huge yeah. Nicolas Cage fan. He has to save her from this cartel hit Ooh. that you know they're trying to kill her or kidnap okay. her. He wants yeah. to save her, but also save himself. And I think that's going to be part of the dilemma because he's like, he's like, I'm just an actor. I'm not an actual like action star. I also don't want to be involved with this cartel. So, like, he wants to just save himself initially. And then I bet the little girl's going to be like, nah, you're an but, angel. Or but you, you were in The this. Rock with Sean Connery. Yeah. Like, you were such a... Like, and then he's going to be like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. You're right. I, I am remember. a star. I am a hero. I use my I can star do this. Po- my movie star power. Take it till you make it. You know, <laughs> I have influence. I've, I, you know, I, I was having the world eat out of the palm of my hand. Well, listen, now I hope that our version is... Is correct. Possibly. I'm just going to say, so that. So I think that he's going to tap on old movie role experiences to tap into like that knowledge yeah. and that experience to get himself. That would be fun. But it's like a step-by-step thing where it's like, it's like, it's like oh, oh sure. no, we have like a combination lock. We can't figure out, figure it out. And he's like, wait, I was in the National Treasure movies. Yeah. Flashback. I know how to pick locks. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's what I think is going to oh, happen. I kind of hope that's right because that sounds like a lot of fun. I, well, I, and I'll say this. For sure, the movie's a comedy. It's going to be oh, yeah. for sure a comedy. I think an action comedy. Yeah. So I would agree. I would think that that's... Yeah. Maybe at some point. They've got to... So what movies do you think they're going to reference, by the way, for Nicolas Cage? Well, like if I they said, do that, I can't remember all of them. Con Air, so for sure. Kind of going to be Con Air. The Rock, I would say for sure. I hope they reference Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. The Angel. Yeah, I mean, uh, you hope so. The I'm thinking lottery movie. It could happen. Possibly, again. possibly adaptation where he plays two different characters. Face right. off is for sure going to oh, be referenced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and John Travolta swap faces. Uh-huh. I don't know how that's going to come into play. He played Caster <gasps> Troy. Maybe, maybe he's like, oh, I need to be John Travolta. And yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I escaped face. from a ma- Yeah, I mean, he, his character does escape from, oh, my God, that'd be so funny. That he imagines himself funny. as John Travolta. Yeah. Plays Saturday Night Fever. Um, the I'm gonna be music. a little disappointed if this is not what it is. <laughs> no, I'm I'm interested. I think it'll be fun. I think I like Nicholas Kitchu. He's had a crazy resurgence in his career in the last like five years or so. He did yeah. that movie Pig, which I thought was actually really cool. You saw it without me? I never saw oh, I it. You saw, I thought you saw it with me. I, I watched it so. solo. Oh, sorry. Aw, bummer. That also the movie Mandy was I did really, hear that Pig was really good. Pig was cool. Mandy was pretty cool. Wait, Mandy I think was that was the, the one I couldn't get through. It was like trippy. Yeah, no, I didn't. Clive Barker sci-fi, like S&M nightmare kind of. And they're like in film. the woods. Yeah, he yeah was, he's no, a lumberjack. His I wife didn't. gets killed. 
Yeah, it's, I didn't. It's a revenge story. I didn't finish that. Oh man, it's 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 a trip. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I get. I, I <laughs> knowing the movie aesthetic, just the vibrant, crazy colors. I can just. I know you. You would hate it. You would not like it. <laughs> the crazy weird score with the well, weird synthesized score. I started score. watching it and I was too lost. Maybe I wasn't paying attention well enough. It feels. It felt like Clive Barker and like early David Cronenberg filmmaking when mm-hmm. I watched it. Mandy, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was a trip. Um, so. well, when I think of Nicolas Cage, I think of, uh, his voice for sure. <laughs> yeah. He has such an odd voice. I feel like if somebody could mimic him, that would be pretty, um, impressive. I want to attempt it, but I don't think I can. Do I don't think I have the <laughs> well, skill set. I, <laughs> that was going to be, <laughs> but give me a line and I'll, and I'll try. I'm going to steal the declaration of independence. We're gonna. No, no. Now I feel like I'm gonna tr- end up sounding like. Um, he does. He does. He has kind of like a one of those Owen kids. Wilson. Like Not Owen Wilson. Owen. Luke well, Wilson. The one with the nose. Owen Wilson. Oh, it was Owen, yeah, Owen Wilson. Owen yeah. Wilson. <laughs> um, okay, I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna well, make ever. To. I'm not gonna no. make ever. Wait, what was, the line? what was the line? We're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. We're going to steal. The Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Great job. That didn't sound Nailed like... It. Don't worry. It's not like I thought it sounded like it if I had... I mean, he, he's kind of nasally when he talks. He he's is like, nasally. He has, well, you don't sound he nasal. Ta- he talks like in the back of his throat like that. You know, yeah. Just, he has a little bit of a if mumble. If you do that for, and then hold yeah, your Yeah, he's a little bit of a mumble. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a mumble. Anyway. Mumble. <laughs> we, can, we can stop torturing. Anywho, torturing we'll, we'll work on a Nicolas Cage impersonation by the, maybe the second half of this episode. And we'll, yes, we'll compare again. But it's very distinct. It's such a like such an odd yeah. voice that you know, he it's has. It's wild. I, he does have a very distinctive voice. And I don't know too many impersonators who do Nicolas Cage. I feel like that's like an untapped gold mine right there. I could be totally wrong, by the way. It could be like, yeah, I feel like if you type in Nicholas Cage impersonators on YouTube, it might be oh, like there's probably 50,000. Because I feel like that would be a, an easy, not, a, I mean, I an see, easy one for yeah. someone who does impersonations. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see like Bill Hader does like a oh, yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage, Cage impersonation. Um, maybe I'll look into it. Maybe I'll try to do a little Nicholas Cage yeah. impersonation come part two. Okay. Well, I. so how do we Sorry. think the movie ends? I think, he, listen, he has to have a, I think he becomes he has, this, so he, the he, hero. He has obviously. to have a character arc, right? So I think that at first he's a selfish actor who's super yeah. into himself mm-hmm. and full of himself. And then also, but also, also really kind of has like a, he's, he's really downtrodden in, in the sense that he's kind of at the end of his career and feels super insecure. So yeah. I think for the course of the movie, he's going to become less selfish and be the actual hero, save mm-hmm. this young girl yeah. from this cartel Because like he doesn't want to do this birthday party. He doesn't want to do the birthday, he's selling out. He has to do this birthday party, he doesn't want to do it. I think he's going to save the girl, mm-hmm. learn his true value as an actor and what he's given the world yes. and how much he's grown yeah. over the last 50 years yeah. acting. I don't know. And then I bet been. somebody's going to like film it on their phone and it's going to go viral and then everyone's going to be like, we need all Nicolas Cage movies. Right, right, right. And then it's going to end with like, or he just gets the story all comes these, out. I mean, it all these movies. <laughs> Yeah, I Which think he's going to have a resurgence. Wanted. Yeah, he's going to have a resurgence. But you know what, though? Work is not the most important thing. The most important thing? Mm. Family. Uh, happiness. Happiness. So, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. I think that's the character arc. I think he's going to survive. He's okay. going to die. Although, if he no. dies, that'd be kind of oh, awesome. God. Wouldn't that be a bold move if, like, Nicolas Cage dies at the yeah, end I'm of the movie? Yeah, I'm going to doubt that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's hard to make that, that funny. That would be a bold choice. <laughs> he, he just, like... Like, lands on a grenade. I bet there's going to be a lot of, like, um, cameos, too. 
Oh, I I hope there is. Yeah. From his other other yeah. cast members. He's I don't think with. so, right? And other directors. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, that'd be so good. I'm curious who, like, we'll look up and we'll get back to you about, like, who wrote this and, like, how it became. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. No clue. I don't know. I don't know anything yeah. about like the the crew, the director, the, yeah. like how, how it came to be. No we'll, idea. Uh, we'll we'll do some we'll try research. and get you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On the other half. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, let's, let's go, go do it. Let's yeah. go watch it. All right. From the comfort of our home. Nicholas fucking. You like cut it like down by like a tenth. I know. Nicholas. I think it was the the F word that was the longest part sure. though. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I thought it was really funny. It was awesome. And action packed. Action packed. And I think our guesses were not totally off. I think we were pretty spot on, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it was an action movie where he plays a version of himself, but it's like he call, he calls on his previous roles to get him through each scenario. It's constantly a like, little bit, yeah. Con- it wasn't like as much as the what I had in mind, where I was like, I thought he was gonna like flashback to the mm-hmm. movies and stuff, like it download, like download the character, kind of. Like, well, that's when I was guessing. I was like, is it like kind of sci-fi? Where, yeah, yeah. but no, definitely not. <laughs> that would be. I I think that would be funny if it was like a Daniel Day Lewis kind of. I don't think he would ever do this kind of movie. But Daniel oh. Day-Lewis, like, downloading, like, because he's so method, like, maybe downloading would, Abraham Lincoln. Maybe he <laughs> would surprise us. Who knows? <laughs> maybe one day Daniel Day-Lewis will do a comedy. Maybe. And I guess there will be blood. <laughs> you know kind of funny. You know what? Stretch yourself, Daniel. Yeah, show a little range. <laughs> God, all you do is weird dramas. Um, no, I loved it. I thought it was yeah. so fun. And uh, just, yeah, like, kind of not what I was expecting, but it still surprised me. Like, there was not... A car. There was not a drug cartel, but it was like a gun, like an arms dealer, a illegal arms dealer cartel, and yeah. it was in Spain. Actually, not now Mexico. that you're saying it, I'm like, were they not drug dealers? I guess I didn't no, really they, care what they were. They were doing. arms dealers. Um, oh, that's what it was. But uh, no, it was it was uh, Pedro Pascal was quite a charming character too. Javier, no Javi. Javi. Should we explain the plot to him? Yeah, I guess right, so. go for it. So we we were correct like that in the beginning. It's kind of like Nicolas Cage. He like hasn't done anything for a little while. And he does have this part that he in a movie that he really wants to mm. get. And um, and then he goes. I fr- and then his is Neil Patrick Harris his I agent. He, I think it's his agent. I guess so. Or manager. I think yeah, it's his, and his so agent. so he gets him like this birthday party, like you said, which yeah. is we oh because you saw the preview. I was like, how did you uh, know that? Nicholas Cage is like his character is like heavily in debt. He's been staying at this hotel uh, as his residence. He's, he owes him like six hundred thousand dollars, and right. so he hasn't been casting anything in a long time. Yeah. He's like super in debt. Um, and so Neil Patrick Harris gets him this crazy offer for this rich European, for this dude in Spain who wants him to go one day to his birthday party and it's a, it's, it's a million dollars. Yeah. And that's Javi. That's Javi. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the, it's not a little girl's birthday party. No. It's a full grown man's birthday party. Who's a huge fan of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. So then when he gets there, he realizes well, uh, I guess it's the CIA that 
like contact him? I'm not doing a good job. Why don't you help? <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so Nicolas Cage, I'm just gonna go kind of from the beginning. His 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 career is in the toilet. We got that he, part. You're killing it, but you destroyed <laughs> the middle part, so I gotta start over. Okay. So his career is totally destroyed. He gets this one gig. He, it's totally demeaning to him, but he's gonna go to Spain to Javi's, this guy Javi's birthday party for a million dollars. He gets there. At first, he hates it. He doesn't want, doesn't want anything to do with it, but then he realizes, oh, this guy Javi, he's actually kind of fun. And Nicolas Cage starts to kind of like, yeah, he starts to like have a lot, like a, a great time hanging out with Javi, and they kind of become good friends. But the CIA does intercept Nicolas Cage, and I don't remember if it was before he meets Javi or It's before, after. because I think he becomes friends with him because, because of the CIA. They were like, you yeah. have to stay longer. I feel like that and happens then, later. I feel oh, like that happened. In, so. and, and by the way, we just saw this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the CIA contacted Nicolas Cage before he meets Javi or after. Yeah, anyway, the, the, before, the, the CIA, which is Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. They play these two, these two CIA agents who are trying to find this Italian politician's daughter who's been kidnapped by, they believe, by Javi, who's this, yes. this arms dealer. So they want Nicolas Cage, but they've, they've been trying to find a way to get into Javi's compound all this time. And then all of a sudden, Nicolas Cage shows up and they're like, hold up, here's our end. Yeah. Nicolas Cage is being invited to his birthday party. We'll just, we'll just deputize Nicolas Cage and make him a... Yeah, because they get him before he meets him because they get him off of the airplane, right off the They airplane. meet him, but I don't think they tell him that they're in the CIA. Oh, okay. I, I mean, it's, I'll be honest with you, it's been... No, they don't. I, I know exactly when this. Okay, are you ready, ready, folks? No, because it's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that. Okay, okay. the CIA meet Nicolas Cage, make contact as the CIA yes. way later after he's already met Javi. Because here's what happens: Nicolas Cage goes and meets Javi. Mm-hmm. Um, he at first he's just drinking. He's just drinking right, a ton. Right, right. Like, he did drink a lot. And so, like one morning, uh, Javi Javi's girlfriend, I guess, or his partner, wakes up Nicolas Cage and says, "Listen." Javi invited you to, to to his birthday party. You better show some respect. He wants to go take a drive with you this morning. Da, da, da. You better go do it and show some show some respect. And so Nicholas Cage is like kind of hungover, gets up, goes on this drive, and then him and Javi, <laughs> Javi starts like try, so Javi says, "Hey, did you get the screenplay that I sent to your agents?" Nicholas Cage is like, "What are you talking about?" Oh, Javi says, "I wrote right. a script with you in mind." And Nicholas Cage is like, "Well, like, no. why don't you yeah. pitch it to me or whatever?" Anyway, long story short, they start hanging out. They become good friends. And then Nicholas Cage says, you know what? Send me the script. I'll read it. I'm going to go to a bar. You can watch me read it. It'll be a great time. Yeah. And so they go to this bar. Nicholas Cage, that's when the CIA show up and intercept him and, and like put a bag over his head and kind of kidnap him. Oh, and they okay. say, hey, here's yeah. the deal. Javi has kidnapped this Italian politician's daughter holding her ransom. We need you to get inside the compound to find and her. rescue yeah. her. And so Nicholas Cage is like, okay, well... Everything in this movie, by the way, he, he keeps thinking like, okay, well, yeah, I guess like there are some similarities between me being a thespian and being a spy. Yeah. Like all the skills I've learned as, a, as an actor. To read people. To read people, to, mm-hmm. to like absorb information, to be a fly on the wall. You know, it's yeah. like it's all, these, all these skills, he finds a way to re- relate them to being like an expert thespian, like a trained thespian. Yeah. You know, it has like provide, has like put him in the perfect position to be a great spy for <laughs> the CIA. Um, so, so anyway, uh. The twist is Javi did not kidnap this girl. It was his it's cousin. His cousin, who's, who's the, actually the bad. He's guy. the villain. But throughout this movie, throughout this friendship with uh, between Nicolas Cage and Javi, they're trying to write a movie. They're trying to write a movie together. Yeah, because Nick, <laughs> Nick Cage says like, "Hey, I won't do the movie you wrote, 
but we can start making a movie together. Yeah. <laughs> and so they start like theorizing like ways to, to go about this this plot and they take acid at one point and they're super super paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's just it's hard but to so explain. The pl- so the plot that they kind of write for themselves is basically the movie that we're watching. It's basically exactly. It's yeah. it, it, it it ends up being the movie that you see. Yeah. Where it's like it's at first it's a character study, it's kind of a comedy and then it becomes very meta and self-aware and it also and it becomes an action an action movie with a kidnapping involved and it's yep. like and then they end up like you know so it, it, uh, the movie that they end up describing you know it, this movie i think the movie's about our relationship yeah. Javi and Nicolas Cage and that's exactly what the movie is which we kind of guessed a little bit that it was going to be like a movie inside of a movie type of very, situation yeah also very meta yeah and then his daughter his real daughter well not real daughter but his daughter in the movie ends up getting kidnapped kidnapped and then <laughs> it's they like make two, two kidnappings that yeah. happen and then at the end of the movie it's like we're watching well then oh my god i can't i'm just letting you go <laughs> yeah, i know you I, didn't, I didn't do a great job either so then at the end of the movie we see that javi and him did make the movie and it was a premiere mm-hmm. and it's like the movie that we just watched we see the very end of it where it's like demi Moore plays his wife and right. and then they're like we're back baby As <laughs> it, not that we ever went anywhere <laughs> like so his career is back yeah so it's it's yeah it's it's a comedy action parody yeah and he where, became a real life hero yeah. at the end and which is what we guessed also. and at the very end he decides Instead of going to the to the after party yes. to, to celebrate, he's like, I'd rather go home with my wife and my daughter. Ex-wife. Or ex-wife still, and daughter. Because yeah. family is the most important thing. Yeah. Which is what we predicted. Yeah, that's um, true. But I feel like the, I feel like what's funny about this movie too is like there's first of all, there's so many references to Nick Cage's other movies. Yeah. But like it's kinda like cliche, but as soon as it's as soon as it's cliche, people like lean into it. Yeah. Characters lean into how cliche like we can't have a kidnappings plotline in this movie. Like that's totally that's that's gonna totally change the course of this movie. Like it's it's, it's absurd. And then they do it like several times. Yeah. <laughs> like there's the Italian the Italian uh, politician's daughter Nick Cage's daughter at the end. Even the CIA kidnaps Nicolas Cage like towards yeah, the middle of the movie <laughs> to recruit him. Oh man! And there were a lot of cameos, oh, but tons. but interesting because I didn't think that the the cameos were not like the actors themselves. Right. Like Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz didn't play themselves. And Neil Patrick Harris yeah, playing Neil his pa- agent. Patrick, yeah. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody played Demi themselves. <laughs> yeah, be, I she guess might be playing Demi, Demi Moore, Moore was kind of supposed to be Demi Moore. Well, I mean, she was, she played his wife. And so she was a a movie movie. within a movie. We never see her as. Right. Because she was only in it for like 30 seconds. What was your favorite scene? Ooh. I like when he talks to his, when he has conversations with his younger self. Nikki? Yeah. (laughs) It's Um, like early 20, mid 20s Nicolas Cage. But it's like. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like his, his conscience. But that's who he's. Talking to and you it's see like, them talking to each other, which is weird because I feel like they made him look younger, seat like through CGI. I don't think that was makeup because um, he looks like computerized. Because I was like, how did they do this guy? Because it didn't look like Nicolas Cage in like yeah. young age makeup or it was anything. probably CGI. It looked very yeah. Because I was like, is that a computer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But that was great. It was. It was like, I mean, that was like early mid-20s Nicolas Cage. It was yeah. like Vampire's Kiss. That It was like his yeah, rebellious artist it. version of himself that he, he like uh-huh. idolized. But 
that yeah, verse, them talking to each other is funny, which happens a few great. times. Oh yeah. What was your favorite part? Um, might be the acid trip part oh, where yeah, him and Javi are, are theor- yeah. you know, before they even start like going over the plot of this, this movie, they, they, they drop acid. And then like, of course, every single idea is like mind blowing. Yeah. And they see these two older guys sitting on a park bench and, uh, they, they kind of think that maybe these two older guys are watching them. And then of course they like, they look and they stare and then eventually like, the old guys do look at them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get freaked out and... That was, it's that hard was to describe, funny. yeah. But it becomes this like foot chase where they're trying to escape these two old men who never leave the bench. Nope. They never get up and leave. <laughs> um, that was hysterical, and also and then also they try and climb over this wall. They try to climb over this wall to That's escape. So funny. It's it's but it's like super hyper dramatic. Oh yeah. It's just like it's nothing. It's like the most absurdly serious dramatic scene <laughs> of them trying to escape, and it's just absurd. It's. Uh, do you have any trivia? I do. Yeah, you want to hear some hear yeah, some fun facts? I do. I'm very All right. interested. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Okay, so I know Nick Cage several times he did not he would turn down this movie. He oh, did not really? want to, he did not want to play himself. He thought it was huh. too meta. Yeah, I think I that he thought they were like going to be making fun of his of him of him as an Which actor. They kind of are. Well, yeah, not do. as an actor really. They're yeah. not like you're a bad actor. Yeah, actually, one of the screenwriters wrote him a letter kind of explaining and pleading the case, saying, oh. hey, look, we're not making fun of you. We're huge fans of you. We just hear... And he explained the movie and the tone to yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um Yeah. And so... And the mo- the script itself was actually uh, a, a featured script on the Blacklist, the oh, screenwriting website. yeah. So, apparently, you've, it was... You've, you've had some stuff on there. Yeah. It was considered <laughs> one of the, uh, the best unproduced screenplays that year of wow. 2019. So, now I'm curious, like, how... Well, I guess those... The writers had done other stuff. Because I was mm-hmm. like, how did they get in, just get in touch with Nicolas Cage? Right. But I'm sure they're... Uh, but if it was on the blacklist, they... You know, who knows? Just just people you know, putting scripts there that's to hope the for the biz. best. That's, that's the biz. That's the biz. Nicolas Cage said that he thought that Javi was the best character in the movie. Best mm. written character. Um, so much so... Did he so, want to play Javi? He wanted to play Javi <laughs> because he thought it was too meta to play himself. So he wanted to actually play Pedro Pascal's character. And then somebody um, else play him? Yeah. Oh and my initially, God. the Javi character was supposed to be played by Dan Stevens, if you're a fan of D- Downton Abbey or, okay. or Eurovision. He was the Russian. Uh-huh. Um, so that was supposed to be Dan Stevens, but then Pedro Pascal ended up, for whatever reasons, took that role. In, yeah. In I think he did was, great. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. He was perfect. Can you imagine Nicolas Cage playing that character? Yeah. Oh, God. That'd <laughs> and be someone weird. else playing Nicolas Cage? <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, I'm curious. Then... How did they they talked him into doing the movie and then talked him into playing himself? Yes, so, yes, hmm. they did. And fun fact, you know, here's the, here's my last fun fact for yeah. you. This is Nicolas Cage's one hundredth film role. <gasps> wow, this marks one hundred. Holy moly! He played himself, kind of. Yeah. Wow. A hundred movies. movies. Wow. Good job, Nick. Yeah. I don't. I wonder who holds the record. I think. I think maybe John Wayne holds the record. I have for, no idea. Yeah, Actually, that's... There's, there's probably some character actors out there that have like 300 plus film roles that are like smaller supporting. Oh yeah, if arts. you yeah. I wonder. I wonder who holds the record for most movie roles. Well, maybe we'll look it up and we'll tell you on the next episode. Maybe. You'll have to listen for that. Maybe, folks. <laughs> I'll put it out there. Sorry if we're recently retired, folks. I'm tired. Once we... again, we have a 
two-week-old baby. She's a two-week-old baby, folks. So we're, we're both kind of in a loopy... We're on like an acid trip. It's yeah. like the we're acid like, trip. Like, what was that movie, movie about? <laughs> yeah, like we just saw this movie. Wait, what was what the happened? Order? Where what am happened? I? Also, What's my name? you kind of... You have to stop occasionally during the movie, the pause occasionally when the baby's crying and you got to yeah. gotta take care of business. So That's sometimes, true. Sometimes a two-hour movie she could take a few good, hours. Yeah. She was good. She's usually pretty good. So... Anyway, folks, thanks well, for listening. Well, check it out. Yeah. Oh, it was I would, so much fun. I would fun. recommend it. What would you, oh, what would you give, give a score? the movie? Yeah. I would probably give it an 8 out of 10. Wow. I really liked it. Hmm. I would give it a 7. Oh. Six, six okay. and a half, seven. Just because like, I don't half. think I would watch it again. I would watch but it again. I thought it was fun. I think I would watch it again. Maybe fact, a seven. I, yeah. I might even go 8.5 out of 10. Oh, Because wow. I thought it was just so much fun. I'm trying to think of what other movie is like this it's it's i i can't off the top of my head i can't think of another movie that another character played i mean you know what you know what i think Spoof. of jcvd jean-claude van damme mm. he did a movie where he played himself so? oh. and he was in, he was in belgium which is where he's from mm. and he was in a bank and these and it becomes this hostage situation where these guys Always like take over they try to rob the bank and they sh- they shut the bank down and jcvd is stuck in there but oh he has a few God. moments where it's like, but again, he's like, he's like, dude, I'm an actor. I'm not an action star. Like, I'm, I'm an action star. I'm not like an actual, like, badass. I can't, like, take these bank robbers yeah. out. But it's unlike not. Unlike Nicolas Cage. Unlike Nicolas could. Cage. <laughs> but JCVD got very serious, though. It, it had I've a few moments where. I've never heard anyone call. JCVD. Yeah. That's the name of the movie. JCVD. Oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I love that. I, I thought this movie was great. I, yeah. It was fun. Entertaining. I would recommend it. Yeah. It's a must-see, I think. It's a must I think must it's a must-see. See. If you like Nicolas Cage, you got to oh, see well, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. You got to see Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And it's his 100th movie. So, like... So, do it. Do it. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to intimidate them to watch it. <laughs> All right, folks. All right. Nicholas Fucker! <laughs> Cage! <laughs> And that's our show. What's Your Movie? We'd like to thank Edith Mudge for providing our original theme music. And thank you all so much for listening. We hope we didn't ruin the movie too badly for you. But please make sure to subscribe. Leave a positive comment. Tell your friends. And follow us on the Insta at... What's Your Movie Podcast. Well, until next time. Take care. <laughs>